0: This is Much Ado About Everything with Olofomi J. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? It's been two months thereabouts that I've been away and I'm so sorry. Let's just say that the wind of life blew me away. I can give you different things that have happened to me in the last few months. Uh, But I don't want to bore... Actually, it's not a case of I don't want to bore you. I don't think I'm ready to go into what's been happening to me in the last two months. Uh, I know this is much ado about everything with Olifumi J, but (laughs) I'm not ready to much ado about my life in the last two months. Maybe over the course of the year, that will happen. With that being said, I sincerely, sincerely apologize for being absent without leave because that's what it was i think the last podcast i had done was also apologizing for taking a leave without telling y'all funny enough i had recorded like three four podcasts i think it was about three three podcasts afterward and life just happened it wasn't even a case of i didn't have anything to give it was that i had done it but i didn't think that i had emotional reach to even share anything i just wanted to be by myself and just hide Which is sort of going to bring me into the podcast for today on What To Do. Before we get into that, I'm just going to say it was my birthday about two weeks ago. Uh, It was my birthday a week and a half ago and it was actually a good time. After dragging all my friends that they had to throw me a surprise birthday and I was going to act surprised and everything. They actually managed to, to pull that off and I was genuinely surprised sometimes i think that i don't rate myself when it comes to my friends <laughs> because while i was saying this to be surprised surprise in my head i was like "This we're gonna do this thing everybody has stuff they're dealing with so let me just not be so expectant it's not like i wasn't expectant but i was like let me not stress anybody because we, people be going through a lot you know and my friends really went over and beyond for me i turned to 35 so how it was was that i Emotionally blackmailed all of them because, again, things had happened in the course of the last two months that had maybe just say to them that, look, since I'm going to be turning 35 soon, you're just going to have to do things to make me happy. And <laughs> I became my friend, was like, no, like emotional blackmail doesn't work here which I know, but I was like, nah. I said to her, like, this is another type of thing that I've gone through, so you're just gonna have to want to make me happy. Everybody in my circle of friends. And I even had gone on Twitter and I saw someone, someone's post about how his friends wanted to take him out. And he was like, nah, he's not going anywhere. And they brought the party to the house. They did a proper setup and everything. So I sent every single one of them (laughs) in my circle, the, the picture and the post. And they were like, Maria, my friend, was like, "I'm Amati Rinko Bayo, that's in English, like, but I've seen something, because it was just, I think it was, it was a lot for them, to be honest. And because I am so extra, and I'm dramatic, I just brought it to them. I was like, this is what you, I want, and this is what you guys are going to do. So let me tell what they did for me. So my birthday happens, or happened to fall on a Monday. And I told them that I wanted the birthday Shindig on a monday now i was also planning an event right for the weekend before my birthday like something that i was really really shook about i'll also talk about that later and by the time the things that happened to me in the month of february and march happened to me i was like you know what i didn't want anything the only thing i want right now is a birthday shindig right and they were like no you have to plan for this i was like "Nah, nah, nah anyway moving on so what happened was they asked me, so which day will you do your birthday? That is it going to be on Monday? I was like, yes, I want my birthday on Monday. They're like it's the first day of the week. Why would we, like, we have jobs that we're doing basically? And I was like, that's what I want. But I told them that they could throw me a surprise birthday the weekend before, like that's 18th, 19th, or 20th. No, 19th, 20th, or 21st. Anything after the 22nd, which is my birthday, is nana. So, what did my friends do? 19th came, nothing happened. <laughs> 20th came, nothing happened. By the 21st, I was like, do you know what? This is about really, really having a laugh like that, really, really annoying me. I'm at church, and guess what? Whilst singing on stage, I broke my ankle. <laughs> so, it was like, can this get any worse? <laughs> and my husband was really upset because I now understand his upsetness is that a word because he already knew that things were going to happen right and he needed his overly dramatic extra wife to be on point basically spiritual and and her uncle broke in church so they had to get me ice and all that other so my other friend Kiva was like oh she let to come do something in front and she knows me anything for the kingdom of God <laughs> so I carry myself and say with my half leg I say, let me just drag myself to the front of the church and boom saxophone is playing happy birthday to me and here's the thing I'm so 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 not a fan of that whole surprise thing with the saxophone and the cake and the petals like they really irritate me <laughs> But maybe it's because I was in church, and maybe it's because the saxophonist also happens to be like a baby brother of mine, so I didn't really mind. You know, which just goes to show that sometimes you shouldn't just talk smack about stuff if you haven't gone through it or if you're not the one in the situation. So me, who's always like, the surprise things are a bit much, collected the the saxophonist playing me happy birthday and whatnot, and they brought me cakes. I had two cakes, and I was like, oh I was literally screaming all through the song. Everybody was singing happy birthday. And I was... "Ah!" (laughs) You can check my Instagram. Did I post it? I'm not sure. You can check my Instagram. Yes. At OlufumiJ. And see how dramatic much I was. So that happened. And then four days after happens also to be my wedding anniversary. So myself and my husband turned five. And... (laughs) That's 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 um that was actually something because I was like, I say what now I'm five years in marriage. Really? Like me, five years. <laughs> so that that was how my week last week went. And it sort of like made up for how shitty um the last two months have been emotionally for me. Um coupled with that I had gone to Um, for a workers congress at my church in Abuja and that was really good so I actually I actually did spend my anniversary separately from my husband now so we'll celebrate it at another time because we had already planned to do like a photo shoot and blah, blah 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 but that didn't happen because again I told you I was going through like a really really rough patch anyway so let's just get into the meat of the matter how do you how do you show up even when life is life has gotten you in a bad way how do you show up? International Women's Day was on the 8th of March, right? And that's that's actually what I shared on, when I think about the word woman, the phrase that comes to mind is show up because it's so amazing how, it's it even amazing? It's so, I don't know, interesting how women just show up at every single time regardless of what they're going through. I'm not saying that men do not show up but because women sometimes get more than they bargained for for instance a woman like living if you go to episode one of much ado i talked about this like is hard enough as a human being then add being a woman it's even harder right and then add being a mother <laughs> then is hardest you know and then add being a sister and if you're the first born like me in my family I mean it's all over and then if you're the type of people that people come to you for help to draw strength from it's a whole lot you know and that's what i think about when the word woman comes to mind however the way i'm headed to is how do you show up when it seems like the whole world is failing how do you show up when it seems like the whole world has caught fire and you just have to keep showing up i attended an academy media academy in the year 2019 yeah that was the year before the Rona. One of the facilitators had mentioned somebody who was on radio and was told that his mom had died. And he continued his show for the next four hours. And they asked him, how did you show up? And he was like, well, the show must go on. Everybody has their own coping mechanism when when life hits them the hardest. If you're the kind of person that when life hits you really, really hard, you're a mess, you cry about it, you want to carry it on your shoulders... You're not a bad person. I'm not even against you. However, I'm realizing now now that people actually do not care. (laughs) You know, I had tweeted on a particular day when I was really, really feeling terrible that it's funny how... When it's your birthday, everybody says, Oh how my have happy birthday. You have so much nice things to say about you. You're blushing the whole day. And the next day, people move on. The same thing applies to when there's a death situation. When someone dies, you see all over social media or statuses of your close friends and family that oh my gosh, person has died. But by the next day, it's all over. You then realize that the only people who feel it are the family members or really, really close friends. The world has moved on. Like people have so much they're going through you know people have their own stuff to deal with to not add your own to it and most times what happens is they only show you a measure of grace or a measure of mercy that they can afford per time because like i said they're going through worse i have a friend who's going through like crazy stuff as well and then when i had shared tiny bit of what i was going through she comes back to me to say oh my gosh and i was telling you all my problems and i didn't even realize that you had your own problems to deal with and at that point in time i was like um i was like no it's fine we're sisters but afterward i really thought about it i was like it's just interesting that that no matter how much help i give to her no matter how much aid i render to her I would still have to move on with my own life and my own challenges and struggles you see people that are disappearing they're no longer their jovial self they're no longer their happy self because they're crumbling under the weight of the stuff that they're going through how then do they show up <laughs> a friend and i were talking about this about two weeks ago and he said something so profound he said his boss had, at his former place of work had said to him i learned how to draw a line between your personal life and your professional life and that stayed with me you know because i was trying to recall going through the things i went through in february and march and i was still going to the office i'm not sure how how i would have coped i honestly do not know because i'm not in that situation so i cannot imagine that oh maybe i'd have just gone on with it or if i just have crumbled under it some people would rather Go on with their normal routines because that's where they're drawing strength from. Some people just be like, I cannot even do this. I can't even go to work. I just need to stay by myself. And if you're a crier like me, the moment I have a good cry, it's almost like I can think clearly. So, how then do you show up? Number one for me is drawing strength from God. I'm not trying to turn this into like a spooky thing or over spiritualize it but for me that's where i draw strength from because when i realized that my world was literally crumbling like there's only so much that my friends can do for me there's only so much that my family can do for me i i knew that i needed a deeper level of strength and a deeper level of grace and i knew for a fact that i couldn't get it from these people had to be god because the same god that made me the same God that made them so they can only give me as much help that their capacity can contain can allow for you know because they are human at the end of the day. so it was God for me. I mean I didn't I, I honestly honestly ignored God for a, a bit because I was like how is it that I'm going through this stuff and you're sat up there in heaven and you're allowing it to happen? You know, for the first time in a long time, I could relate. It's not like I don't relate normally, like when someone loses a loved one and they're like, oh my gosh, how did God allow this happen? Sometimes you can only relate from an outside point of view, but when you're going through it, it's like you you feel this kinship with other people. I'm like, God, how dare you? And at the same time, I'm like, Lord, I know I said, how dare you? Forgive me for saying that, but I need to draw strength from you. And you're just going to have to come through for me because to my human capability... I can do nothing i cannot heal myself emotionally i cannot you know so i knew that i needed to draw strength from god so me and god we have quite a unique relationship and i know that once i'm done with my foolishness and i come back to him i find healing in him and one of the most important ways i get that is so for so some people is they're, they're praying all through some of them studying the word mine is it could be a song that he had given to somebody to sing and that song met me at that need and then it it moves me to now have a conversation with him that's maybe it's because i'm in music so i really got more through music but that's how it came it was through a song and then i went on youtube to try and google um, i said try and google i went on youtube to go and kind of search for things relating to the things i was going through at that time the description of my pastor preached Sometime this year, and he had said that I think it's in Isaiah or Ezekiel. I'm not sure. He said, It is with the comfort that you have received that you can comfort others. And so, I knew that going onto YouTube to type in the situation I was dealing with was going to be some form of comfort, it was what was going to kickstart the overhaul, the emotional overhaul that I needed for myself. At that time, and did I get it? Yeah, I did. And of course, going back into the word of God because I knew that that person is only saying it again based on the capacity that they have as a human. But it kick started it. It was a um, Christian um YouTube video that I had watched two different ones on two different things I was going through at that time. And I went back into God's word. and The first scripture that jumped at me also talked about getting comfort from the bosom of God, and that's what I did. That, that's what was key for me and the moment i read it i shared it with a friend and i just started laughing which is very unusual because i thought i was going to be bawling my eyes out and say oh my gosh gosh why me but that's what happened to me at that point in time and then i just sat down with god and i was like okay i hear you you know like my comfort is in you you're comforting me right now is i am like you're holding me in your arms this particular song the you see the brooklyn germanico choir sings father me like father wrap me in your arms and father me <laughs> when you think about the word father you're thinking about protector someone you get comfort from someone who soothes your your worries someone who soothes your tears and that's that's what came to mind you know when i when i read that scripture in the bible yeah that's key for me um Drawing comfort from God. Number two, again, how do I show up? Drawing strength as well from family and friends. So I knew that I needed to settle it with God by myself because no matter how much I tried to draw strength from family and friends, I knew it was never going to be enough because they were not built, they were not made to satisfy me, they were not made to to answer that question to comfort me in that way no there's a God-sized space in my heart that only God can feel you know so not humans everybody has their own spaces but there's one that God alone can feel and he's the ultimate person that can feel that space in my heart even feel the whole heart other people feeling my heart are accompaniments right to drawing strength from my friends and my family and I have a really really close circle that would drop would drop whatever they they are doing just to make sure that they're there they're there for me and is vice versa so that that helped me as well calling me to make sure that okay if you need a good cry do you need me to what do you need me to do should i send food to you like they already know that food is the first answer like when i'm sad and mopey so do you want me to send me food to you or do you want me to, send money to you? what do you need i'm just here for you that emotional stability from them same with my my family members that's what happened that's the only way i knew to show up also i would say do not um isolate yourself because god didn't make us to be iso i was going to say isolationary beings god didn't make us to be to be in isolation he made us as relational beings from the very beginning in the garden of eden god made adam and eve and he would fellowship with them you know in the cool of the day so we, we were not meant to be isolated no we were meant to be in constant relationship with other people you know because that's how you draw strength from each other so yeah that's that about that <laughs> what else was i going to say maybe follow a particular routine um for me my friends because i had shared my dreams and my desires for the year they kept on asking me about it even when they knew that so one of my friends was like i know that you're probably not in the right emotional space and i was like yes because i don't think i have anything to give for this event however she was at it constantly i love you she kept on saying it constantly and in fact at a point she was like no this is the kind of tea that we need because she was her words exactly where the capitalist in me needs you to be able to talk about this thing at this event so we can make money off it and i was like i knew she was joking but it made me laugh and that's what i needed at that moment in time so maybe follow your routines you know maybe follow the structures that you have laid there before because that's that's how you can also draw strength because imagine if you're going through the worst of the worst and you're by yourself you have no routines like you you would literally go mad so i needed to follow my normal routines take my daughter to school pick her back from school things to sort of like take my mind of things i was going through and like also in my case um i started a new job um a flexible one at that so that i drew strength from that i also i'm in the choir in my church that was also routine stuff for me that i knew to draw strength from being with other people you know i was able to draw strength you know from that as well that's how you show up really Isolating yourself is never, ever, ever, you know, the solution for me. And being able to talk about it freely. So I, I know I said I was going to talk about it, and I'm still not, because I don't want to clog you with so much information. I'm sure I'm ready for the whole world to hear like my business, but talk about it like with your friends. Or is how I'm feeling emotionally. Like I'm really, really not doing well in this matter. And if you that i think that's pretty much it for me i think that if you personally stick to these things i think that you'll be fine you know i'm not saying that i've been able to shrug off entirely the things i that I've gone through in the month of february and march but what i'm saying is these things these five things that i mentioned have helped me considerably uh to a very, very large extent to be able to at least be at a level of stability, to find some sort of rhythm, to find some sort of balance. And then another thing I did, maybe I should add that, is that when I had crazy thoughts in my head, oh, maybe I shouldn't say crazy thoughts, I don't wanna use that word really loosely because I mean, mental health is really, really important. When I had some really, really interesting thoughts in my head, I spoke about it you know i told my husband i told my friend i was like this is where my head is at with this thing and i know that this thoughts pattern i'm having is not a good one but i just want to tell you that's how i'm feeling i know i'll get up for it but i just want to share it with you so that if you see me veering off to the left instead of the right you can join me and say girl mm-mm, no we're not going to have those kind of thoughts i think in conclusion would be that mental health is really important because for instance there's a i was snapping at everybody and i thought i was fine right and my dad happened to be around me as well and he was like Mm-mm, you're angry and i was like, i'm not angry i was like you're angry i was like i'm not angry <laughs> and he kept on talking to me speaking god's word to me and i was fighting i was really upset at him like why why in name are you telling me this i don't want to hear this right now at all but i needed it because it was afterwards that he had spoken those words to me that while i slept i realized that god was doing such a mighty mighty great work in my life that sort of opened me up for some level of positivity opened me up for some level of um of joy yeah that's like the sixth thing that i would i would say mental health is really important so if you're having issues with it i think you should talk to somebody like a certified person a qualified person or if you feel like your friend you can trust your friend just to confide in them about certain mental health challenges that you are going through then i'd say that you should do that right i know i was going to talk about marriage but maybe we should do that next week um that's what i'm going to say with that being said, thank you so 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 much for listening to me on Much Ado About Everything with Olufemi J. Thank you. I I want to make a promise that I will not miss a week till um till the month of May. I'm going to do four weeks. I'm gonna do eight straight straight episodes and then we'll have a break and then go into season two. As always, you can follow me on all socials, Twitter and Instagram at Olufumi J also i keep talking about soul food with other j so that you're aware and then if you want an invite to come because i mean covid is still outside you can send me a message and i'll send you a special invite to come but i would also be streaming but you really want to be there physically i'm trying to think if i've left any other information no i'm excited to be doing this again and thank you for listening to me and thank you for asking me when are we gonna do this again? Oh, last but not least, my husband actually made me a T-shirt. Much I do about everything. Get you a man who <laughs> buys into your vision and your crazy ideas that he goes ahead to do you. uh It wasn't a T-shirt, a shirt dress. Much I do about everything. That's that's like my favorite piece of clothing. If I had my way, I would wear it every day, every day. Yeah, Um, yeah. Love and light. See you until the next episode. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm.